Hello everyone, welcome to the 1804, um, mainly the channel slash podcast, we'll be doing providing analysis of what's going on in Haiti, uh, news coverage, um, as well as commentary um, on a weekly basis, so that'll be on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts. Um, so today I want to take a look at um, the sanctions posed on former uh, president of the Senate, Joseph, sorry, um, Yori Latortue, and current president of the Senate, Joseph Lambert. So on November 4th, this was last week, um, Senator Blinken, Secretary of State uh, Blinken announced uh, sanctions, as well as Canadian officials too, against the Senator Lambert and Yuri Latortue. So I'll read it right here. So a statement, press statement from Anthony Blinken, Secretary of State. I am designating president of the Haitian Senate, Joseph Lambert, for his involvement in significant corruption and gross violation of human rights. Um, Senate President Lambert abuses public position by participating in corrupt activity that undermined the integrity of Haiti's government. It's a little funny to me because um, knowing how closely um, senators and other Haitian officials work with the United States, I don't think, um, just based on my uh, small knowledge, I don't think... This must have been something that the U.S. government knew for a while. They had it in their back pocket, and but they're using it now to impose sanctions. Um, but I don't know. I don't think in any way that uh, the U.S. Uh, government and or Anthony Blinken didn't know what was going on with these two um, politicians. So under these sanctions, essentially. Um, designated officials of a foreign government and their immediate family members are generally ineligible for entry into the United States. So both Lambert and Yuri Latortue won't be able to enter the United States and Canada as well, because Canada did put uh, a joint sanction, uh, joint statement um, with the United States. Um, this designation imposes consequences for those who undermine democracy through corrupt activities and human rights. All that BS um, to put in there. Um, so essentially, one of the things that he got um, um, accused of, uh, Joseph Lambert, oh no, but not Joseph Lambert, sorry, but Yuri Latortue, is uh, um, extrajudicial killings. So the official definition of extrajudicial killings is the execution that happens when someone in an official position deliberately kills a person without any legal process. So such arbitrary deprivation of life, which can also be carried out by militants, death squads, or other non-state actors, often target po uh, political opponents, activists, or marginalized groups. So there's actually a, um, Joseph Lambert, the day of the sanctions, so we are what, November, that was November 4th, Friday actually went to a local Haitian radio station in Pétionville and stated, um, essentially stated that he was innocent. And all of the, his accusations are false. Um, but there's also documents showing at the same time, uh, specifically for Yuri Latortue, um, in terms of the additional killings, he is accused of killing a priest in 1994 uh, back in Haiti. Let me see if I can pull this up here.
Oh yeah, right here. So this was from the a blog post from the Haiti Info Project. This was back in 2010. Though um, so you can see here a separate story, but UN accused of hiding evidence in the murder of priests in Haiti. And you can see here, this is Yuri La Tortue. And yeah, like I previously stated right here, the United Nations has been sitting on evidence, not to say this is the main, uh, what I'm trying to focus on, but the UN has been sitting on evidence that the implications of powerful Haitian senator in the assassination of a popular priest in 1994. Um, the only known video testimony of an eyewitness to the brutal killing of father, that's the priest Jean-Marie Vincent, was recorded by a UN official in 2005 and has not, and has not seen the light of day since. So to me, it's hard to believe, hard for me to believe that Canadian, American, and potentially, um, even though they didn't impose sanctions, but um, French officials um, didn't know how involved or how corrupt Yuri Latortu was, especially over the span of uh, two decades. Um, it's right here. And even then, um, the Haiti Info Project... So yeah, we'll see how this turns out. Um, honestly, both of these guys, their main um, residence is in Haiti. So in terms of the effects of these sanctions, it's not going to affect them too, too much. I'm sure they definitely have family, um, the immediate family outside of Haiti. But for the most part, um, they do reside in Haiti. Most of their assets are in Haiti. Um, even on that same radio um, station, Joseph Lambert even stated specifically for the sanctions that were imposed in Canada, he doesn't go to Canada. And he hasn't been to Canada since 2009. So really, um, these sanctions don't really have much of an effect on their everyday doing. If this was to kind of put um, order or trying to um, make them face consequences, um, they can still continue in their illegal activities. So drugs, corruption, um, well, obviously, the, uh, the trafficking of, um, of cocaine specifically um, that they're involved in with uh, using cops and gangs to their advantage to facilitate the trafficking. Um, so I don't think that this will have any effect. Now, in terms of um, the sit how this will have the situation in Haiti right now, the current unrest in Haiti, this has zero to little to no effect on them itself um if anything to me this is a little window dressing just so they can kind of show that they're um doing something on their part to um to to help the issue i'm not fully against the sanctions because i do believe something needed to be done um a lot of these present um officials especially not just here but in third world countries they'll um they'll conduct business um without any consequences um, to the point where it's kind of it's like a known secret what they're doing, but nobody really has the power or anything to um to really do anything about it. So that's where we're at right now with that. Um, another story I wanted to mention was I'll go back here because I had it ready. So yesterday the um, DOG. So this is from Jake Johnson. Journalist, I believe from I'll just get it here right here. Well, it doesn't really say. Well, he's a journalist, but essentially, um, the UGN sealed criminal charges against the seven individuals, including Mano and Tilapui, 
which you guys don't know, there are gangs based in Haiti and Port-au-Prince specifically for the kidnapping of U.S. citizens. The U.S. is offering $1 million for Infron, Lamou Sanjou, and Vita Lom, who are among those charged. So I'll play the video here. This morning, the remaining 12 missionaries held hostage in Haiti for nearly two months, describing what they call a daring escape from their kidnappers. Then sing hymns after finding freedom. A spokesperson for the Ohio-based Christian Aid Ministries saying the hostages plotted their escape while in captivity, asking God for the right time to leave. The hostages set up an around-the-clock prayer schedule with the hostages taking turn praying for a half hour during the day and an hour during the night. ABC News has not independently confirmed the account, but the group says they made their escape in the overnight hours of December 15th, walking 10 miles over rough terrain with a 10-month-old and That's a three-year-old in tow, using the moon to light up their path. They also followed the sure guidance of the stars. After a number of hours of walking, day began to dawn and they eventually found someone who helped them make a phone call for help. Mm. They were finally free. These pictures taken near Port-au-Prince after their harrowing journey to safety. 17 missionaries, 16 Americans and one Canadian were kidnapped in October by a notorious Haitian gang. Five of them were initially released, but the kidnappers demanded $17 million for the rest to be freed. This morning, the missionary only saying the ransom money was raised, but not saying whether or not it was paid. Christine Sloan, ABC News. So this was um, uh, the missionaries that were caught last year. Sorry, the sorry, yeah, they were kidnapped last year in Port-au-Prince um, while they were doing, while they were on their mission or spreading whatever Christianity or whatever they're doing down there. So now, essentially, there's been charges pressed against them by Department of Justice. So, uh, when a U.S. citizen is kidnapped abroad, the Justice Department will bring to bear the full reach of our law enforcement authorities to ensure that they're safe return home and hold accountable those responsible. Um, so this just laid out a few of the charges um, in terms of a few quotes, um, just basing basically with the charges laid out and what had happened, what occurred. Um, so you can see here the investigation involving the October 16, 2021 kidnapping of the missionaries has also led to additional charges to alleged leaders of Katsamaozo gang previously charged with the crimes. Okay, so they got a few leaders of other Haitian gangs here. Grave. Manuel Solomon, Carmono, two leaders again, Cocora, Saras. So they basically laid out charges on a bunch of gang leaders. However, same thing, this won't have any really effect on, especially that they're on Haitian soil. Um, it's not like the U.S. is going to come to Haiti and try to get, um, essentially, um, arrest them. It's more of a situation where if they were somehow on U.S. soil, um, then they would obviously get um, late charges on them. Um, they are offering a million dollars for more info on them. So I'm kind of curious to see what exactly, why they're offering one million strictly because I don't know what else, what other info they would need 
or what other info they don't have uh, considering the tools they have at their disposal as well so that's something that'll be i'll be following i'll be curious to see what how it goes all right guys well thank you very much thank you for tuning in to the first episode of 1804 um this will be on uh, a weekly thing uh, the next episode will probably be more lengthy, lengthy and more in-depth. Uh, I kind of rushed this a bit uh, with the content, trying to uh, try, just try to cover a bit what the situation between Joseph Lambert and Yuri Latortu. Um, so I'll be covering about anything going around this, um, this week revolving Haiti or any type of U.S. foreign policy about Haiti as well. All right, guys. Thank you very much. Take care.